0: Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain, in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Barardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Busy week, was it?
1: Let me tell you, I'm, I'm going to rant right now, uh, like I did in the opening. I'm really tired of this. If, if I post that the ANJRPC and the NRA are suing, NC and JFO are suing New Jersey over right to carry, and you're posting about time, where have you been, <laughs> when is someone going to do something about the mag ban case, you are, in fact, the problem. Because you are uneducated in the Second Amendment world. Learn the law and learn what's going on with the 2 A organizations, including FA, uh, SAF, FPC, NJ2AS, and all the other national and local 2 A organizations. Because lawsuits are flying. This is our third carry case in seven years, mm-hmm. two of which made it all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. Now, what you should do is, if you have time and you don't want to spend all of your day criticizing two-way organizations, <laughs> Google what the odds are of getting two cases all the way up to the Supreme Court. Okay? <laughs> right. Google what, that, what the point. odds are for that. <laughs> so now we picked... Case number three. Now, FPC, SAF, and NJ2AS have a concealed carry case that is before ours. The reason ours wasn't before them is because neither of us were racing, but we were looking for the right plaintiffs. What people don't understand is you need the right plaintiff for cases. You can't just sue. I'm going to (laughs) sue. Okay. Learn the law. What are you suing for? All right. Then the other thing is, so people are commenting, oh, good, it's about time the NRA is doing something for New Jersey. Now, when are they going to do something about the 10-round magazine? Oh. Well, we filed a lawsuit with the state of New Jersey the next day, two years ago, December, when the state, when Murphy banned any magazines over 10 rounds. And our case now just was denied. uh, We lost at a full Umbank hearing with the Third Circuit. And our... NRA, ANJRPC, Dan Schmutter, everybody else, we're now going before the U.S. Supreme Court, which is ahead of the California case, which is NRA-backed, by the way, Ninth Circuit, 10-round magazine case. And then we have the Hawaii carry case, which is also NRA-funded and backed. And then we have the Second Circuit in New York State, concealed carry case, which also happens to be what? up. NRA backed and New York State Rifle and Pistol Association backed. Forget about all the trash you read on The Trace and Bloomberg and all that stuff about the NRA. We're talking about the legislative end. We're talking about the judicial end. We're talking about the NRA funding cases, giving us law firms, helping us out, setting legal precedent. Everybody's got to wake up. See, that the left is winning by changing the narrative that the NRA is shrinking and losing its power and we're not doing this. Everybody's buying into it. But if you live in New Jersey and you see me post something and you say it's about time and where has the NRA been, you are seriously part of the problem. And I could almost guarantee, I would bet a paycheck, that you don't even belong to the NRA or ANJRPC or CNJFO. You just come out of your hole once in a while to post a negative comment that nobody does anything. And then the next classification of people are, I paid my $35 a year. Why don't I have concealed carry yet? Why don't I have 15-round magazines yet? you are also part of the problem all right so give it up already laszlo was waiting for this rant by the way from monster coatings because he knew it was going to happen because he saw the po- the people uh jumping all over me when i made the post okay? it's been
0: like this forever Anna. i
1: know i know but they're killing me they're, yeah. they're you're a after big a while, part of the just, problem it just wears
0: you down after okay a while. yeah
1: I want to read, uh, so get educated, please. And for you new gun owners out there, learn what's going on. Yep. Join CNJFO, right. ANJRPC, yep. NRA, join FPC, join SAF, and join NJ2AS. I am a member of all six. I am the executive vice president of the state NRA, ANJRPC, and I am still a board member with the National Rifle Association, and I belong to all six organizations and support them all, hammer and anvil. If our case doesn't get to the Supreme Court, maybe the FPC case will get to the Supreme Court. I don't care which case gets to the Supreme Court. I just want to get in front of Amy Coney Barrett as soon as possible. Okay, it's not about tripping the other guy so we can leapfrog over them. Unity and activism is key. And for all of you people out there with the negative comments, it's about time, it's this thing, it's that. I don't want to hear this shit anymore. Pay your dues do whatever you can to become active. Keep an eye on the cases and stay educated. It's very easy to stay educated. Go on the NRA ILA site, sign up for updates. CNJFO, sign up for updates. ANJRPC, sign up for updates. It's easy as that. Rather than messaging a nasty note to me on Facebook. Why, why aren't we going to do something about the 10-round magazine? Oh, because we haven't done shit in, 10, 10, in two years. Oh, we've done everything in two years. Okay, thank you. Now, hat tip to Dan Schmutter. I am pleased to announce that we have filed a new lawsuit challenging the constitutionality of New Jersey's highly restrictive handgun carry law under the Second Amendment. The lawsuit, Mazara v. Gruel, is filed on behalf of three plaintiffs, the NRA, the Association of Rifle Pistol Clubs, and CNJFO. Last term, the Supreme Court denied our previous lawsuit, Rogers v. Gruel, drawing a scathing dissent from Justices Thomas and Kavanaugh. With a newly constituted court, Amy Coney Barrett, we hope this lawsuit will pave the way for justice to prevail in New Jersey and throughout the United States under the Second Amendment. The NRA's ILA action partnered with the Association of New Jersey Rifle and Pistol Clubs in a lawsuit against the state of New Jersey for infringing on our members' right to carry. New Jersey's May Issue statute also requires that people justify their need to carry, and even though the Supreme Court said that self-defense is the central component of the Second Amendment, the desire to defend yourself is insufficient justification under New Jersey law. This makes it all but impossible for law-abiding gun owners to receive a permit which is required to lawfully carry a handgun in New Jersey. You're going to love this. One of the plaintiffs in the lawsuit is a firearms instructor with a current federal and New Jersey firearms retail license. But when he went to submit his application for a permit at his local police department, he was told to not even bother because it would just be denied for lacking justifiable need. (laughs) So the law enforcers are now the lawmakers. Oh, yeah. All right. The police don't even bother. We're going to deny you. Oh, thank you. Okay, thank you. So now we only have two branches of government. Didn't realize it. The next paragraph from Dan. That is a a (laughs) <laughs> Agari, agrarian, but but pretty common in New Jersey, said Michael Jean, NRA ILL Director of Litigation. The Supreme Court said that the Second Amendment takes out the hands of government, the power to decide on a case-by-case basis whether the right is really worth insisting upon. But that's not what officials in New Jersey do when they reject applicants who they believe haven't justified their need to exercise their, lawsuit, their, lawful, their lawful rights. The lawsuit is uh, Mazara versus Gruel. It was filed in the U.S. District Court of New Jersey. Uh, the Coalition of New Jersey Firearms Owners also joined the lawsuit. Now, remember, so now we're in a district court. We're going to lose, or if we win, New Jersey will uh, uh, appeal it. From the district court, we're going to go to the Third Circuit. From the Third Circuit, we're going to get a three-judge panel, win or lose, appeal. Then we're going to get a full-on banc win or lose, appeal. And then we have to a petition to the U.S. Supreme Court. So if you all think that this happens for free... (laughs) <laughs> are with no coordination from Schmutter, Napin, Jensen, Bach, NRA, ILA, law firms in New York City, law firms in D.C., all the NRA legal eagles. People like me searching for months with Mark Cheeseman, everybody trying to find plaintiffs that are perfect for cases like this. And when, I've put, when I post on a Facebook page that we're looking for a plaintiff, all I get is 80 people bitching, when am I going to get carry in New Jersey? You know, not realizing that we're looking for a plaintiff so we can maybe third time will be a charm and we will get carry in New Jersey. But I realize that a lot of those people that post, it's all about them. Right. Right. So so it's all about them. uh, And we understand that. So selfish me trying to get concealed carry for everyone in New Jersey and hopefully other states in the United States, the selfish bastard that I am. Uh I'm sorry about that for all you people out there. <laughs> Everybody should email me directly and I will hand fill out all of your carry paperwork and I will bring it to the chief and judge and I will give them a wink and nod and tell them no one deserves it more than you. <laughs> okay? And that that might might work so we can see if that's a problem. Uh You're on not, a roll this week. I'm just, I, I, I'm just blown away because I posted the lawsuit, you know, like it's a good thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I posted
1: it on all my social media platforms and all it does is Silly turn you. into negatives. <laughs> like, isn't this what you people want? Uh, oh, wait, let me wave the magic wand. There, right? we all have concealed carry now. I mean, and people don't understand that the, the legal process takes time.
0: Yeah. That's what it, the issue you know, is. It
1: takes time. I but This is my third go-around with Drake, then Rogers, now this one, and then the Cheeseman case. We were finger-biting the entire time. I supported Mark's case financially and everything and, and morally and everything I could possibly do, and so we had all of these nail-biting cases, and we're waiting, and the Supreme Court drops 10 Second Amendment cases, and ruins my year and uh so now with with barrett there with the court make up the way it is and we have a small window because we don't know what other justices if any conservative justices fall ill or retire under oba uh, biden's term we're screwed right we're screwed so totally. we can end up losing that conservative majority and yes. then roberts goes back to being uh his deal
0: or 15 other justices
1: oh yeah packing the court
0: yeah which is their plan.
1: Uh, uh, Oh, God, you're killing me. So here's the deal. I got an email while we're talking about Biden packing the court. Uh, from my buddy Darius he wrote Anthony love your show I've been mostly listening every week listen every week (laughs) I could not help to notice but you're referring to Biden as the president elect I've got a feeling that you think it's a done deal with all the fraud challenges why not state that it was stolen and the mainstream media and democratic camp is acting as if they won why let them set the narrative are are Trump's fraud claims frivolous please advise Darius well I believe that we had widespread election fraud and that even if we uh, recounted all the votes, uh, Biden would still win because the majority of the people who work the polls and count the votes are Democrats and they're sucking on the hind teat of the government and they want somebody like Biden back in. So as long as we do not have electronic balloting, we will never have a Republican president again.
0: And let's not forget the never Trumpers, like uh, the governor of George, uh, Georgia. Gone
1: away, the governor of Georgia. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trump was an anomaly that we got in for four years. Now, were Trump's claims frivolous? Uh, maybe ten percent of his claims are frivolous. I believe ninety percent weren't. But we have the uh, we have the legacy media, and we have the never Trumpers, and we have the Democrat. Institution that is the infrastructure of all of our states and all of our governments. The whole deep why, state. Yes, itself. that's why not one government worker has felt our pain in the past ten months of lockdown. That's right. Because the Democrats know they're guaranteed votes, so we got to keep paying them. We'll keep raising taxes and cutting services or whatever, but we will not stop any of their legacy. Uh, payments and pensions and health insurance etc etc so yes Darius I I believe that it was stolen from him and it was all part of the plan with the pandemic and the 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 new voting laws and everything else like that where you don't need ID and you know uh, ballots being counted two three four five times I believe it's 100% true I believe we've lost the republic for good Uh, I believe we've lost the republic for good, too. Who knows the next? We are now like a banana republic. Yeah, pretty
0: much. Yeah, pretty much. We are a banana republic. When you can't trust your elections, how many people are going to actually go out and vote anymore? And of the people who go out and vote, what happens when you automatically make all the illegal immigrants citizens and give them the right to vote? Uh, And then you start to work the system the way it's working. You'll never see freedom again in this country but again we talked until we were blue in the face but there are so many people out there who vote against their own rights or um all the time yeah i I don't all all, all the time
1: all the all the damn time it happens and uh that's Oh, oh my so guess what my cleaning lady's locked out of the house she locked herself in the garage, and she keeps calling. How do you like that? That's good. What do you think about that?
0: You can't. Can you can you press the button and let her in? <laughs> I
1: just did. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe it. She locked herself in the garage. I came to sweep the garage, and I got locked out. <laughs> yeah, 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 Anyway, anyway, uh, <laughs> so. I'm leaving her there.
0: Now there are over a million people who know about that.
1: So for for, for, for us <laughs> p- p- people that uh, are still fighting in battleground states mm. – And for the 97,841,673,806 people that told me we should move, uh, a bill was just introduced in Virginia, HB 961. Oh, you mean the Uh, formerly
0: free state of Virginia?
1: uh, Yeah, this is a new bill that... uh, uh, prohibiting sale, transport of assault firearms, magazines, silencers, trigger activators, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We got legislation coming in uh, that will ban self-defense rifles, standard capacity magazines, and a host of other two-a uh, infringements, including carrying a gun. Okay, uh, they will limit twelve-round so magazines. The, all the
0: uh, Virginia carry permits are. Pretty much null and void. They're all at
1: risk right now. Remember, move to Virginia. Move to a free state. Well, Virginia's gone. Georgia's gone. North Carolina's gone. Maryland's gone. Delaware's hanging on by a thread. New Jersey's gone. New York is gone. Massachusetts is hanging on by a thread. New Uh, Hampshire
0: went to Biden.
1: Yeah, so (laughs) we're going to have what? Three states left where we're all going to congregate? And enjoy our rights for how long?
0: North Dakota, South Dakota.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> and Montana. Uh, That's probably, and bring a, bring a nice thick parka.
1: Yeah, I'm not doing it. Mm. I, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. So, uh, sorry.
0: We got to bring back the I Will Not Comply t-shirts.
1: Yeah, you're all killing me.
0: It's just, you know... It's just time for it.
1: <laughs> you're all you're all killing me, but yeah. So move. So everybody says move. Okay. There you go. Now Virginia is going to turn into New Jersey. So, I guess it's good. I I didn't move. Now here's one thing that the Democratic Party. I don't think it's hit them yet, Sandy, and I don't know when it's going to hit them, but we're rapidly approaching 10 million new gun owners by the end of 2020. Wow. Okay. We had eight million as of October thirty-first for 2020, where in 2019 we had 2.3 million. So we had almost six million more new gun owners than compared to last year. So I got some numbers here from Jim Stabiel from the National Shooting Sports Foundation. The four day adjusted NICS numbers was up 4.2% over 2019. There was 417,000 background checks, okay, for Black Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Wow. All right? Cyber Monday, totals were up. uh, Oh, my God. She's still locked in. Oh, she's staying. So, (laughs) totals, totals, eye-popping numbers, 62%. Sales on Cyber Monday. There was 123,000 Nix checks on Cyber Monday, as opposed to 74,000 in 2019. Wow. Okay, uh, numbers are another record year to date. We've seen 19.1 million Nix checks, a record-setting year for firearm sales, and we still have two months left. Okay, and nearly uh, eight million people were first-time buyers for 2020. All right, we're up to eight million people. Could you imagine eight million people? It is unbelievable. And again, Sandy.
0: most of them, I, I, you know, we just make an assumption that most of them are Second Amendment believing. They're people. not. They're not
1: they 're not i 'm no. just hoping some of them are i 'm yeah. just hoping some of them go wow i 've been lied to the past thirty years
0: i've been watching the action on the liberal gun owners forums, and they are those forums are growing by leaps and bounds, and they loathe patriotic people on those and i mean it, it is to the point that they will say if you are a liberal. A socialist or a communist you're welcome here but of someone who is a quote classical liberal or libertarian you have no place here Wow and they uh, you know and it is a place in their in their words a place for uh, people to talk about guns and um, you know away from that right-wing patriotic flag-waving nonsense
1: Wow that's that's that sucks. Well, let's hope a few percentage points of the new gun owners uh, kind of swing our way. Just yeah. a few, you know. Just just a few. Let's hope a few of them swing our way. But man, let me tell you something. We are. I I can't believe these numbers. Let's say we have 10 million new gun owners. You know, ammo is still hard to find. Guns are as scarce as can be. Whatever comes into the stores sell in a matter of minutes. People are buying anything. It hasn't slowed down. Uh, uh, And I'm wondering... Uh, what percentage will just say, wow, I've been lied to. You know, I'll take 5%. I'll take anything at this point. But, you know, you figure eight, you know, I've done this number before. So let's say 10 million. It's easy. It's easy numbers. But if we had 10 million new gun owners, right, uh, divided by, it's so easy. I'm, I'm an idiot. 50 states, right, 200,000 new gun owners. So New Jersey's much more liberal, even if we scored 100,000 of that, yeah. right? Where some other freer states got more, but we might have gotten, we might have gotten two hundred thousand. You know, I've heard from police chiefs the numbers are through the roof in these towns. So, you know, we might have gotten more than two hundred thousand new gun owners. Now, if our legislators next year attack new gun owners to do something, maybe some of those, even the communists, might stamp their feet a little bit, right?
0: I don't know. I can't. I, don't, I can't think like them. I, I don't know. Do you we know, have any like, communist gun owners in the audience? Please talk to us. I mean,
1: Yeah, anybody else? I know we have a bunch of liberals. If we have anybody, a liberal gun club or commies or socialists or anything, am I allowed to say communist?
0: Probably not, no, no, not anymore. Can no. I say commie? Um, probably not, no, no. Well, I'm saying it. I don't Yellow shit. devil, probably not good.
1: Oh. You know, red devils. Oh, no, boom probably boom. not good, yeah. Okay. All right. Whatever. Anybody out Actually, there. Who's...
0: None of the things that we heard as children.
1: <laughs> I can't help. Oh my god, the war propaganda <laughs> oh posters. My Kill gosh. a commie for mommy, remember? Yeah, I mean, yeah, oh, oh man! You can't say that shit anymore. <laughs> Loose lips, sink ships, buy whatever war bond. Anyway, people don't people don't realize some of that stuff. So listen up, I wanna talk uh, quick. I got some good news and bad news. Uh, good news is Gary Allison, stroke, released from the hospital, taught his first class Tuesday. Great. Bad news 2A supporter, Tom's River, Joe Rodriguez, great friend of mine, great 2A supporter, stroke earlier in this week, uh, left leg numb, speech slurred, blood pressure to the roof, ambulance to the hospital, still in the hospital, uh, hopefully a 90 to 95% recovery. Joe? thoughts and prayers go out to you. Absolutely. And an update from uh, warrior uh, Danny Ayanuzo from Castellano Motors, which is on our quarantine crawl. He says, so tomorrow will be chemo treatment five of hopefully six. So far, it's been a nightmare in all honesty. I've never been so sick in my life, mm. but I'm doing the best I can. It's the only disease where the treatment seems to be worse than the disease, unfortunately, but my friends, family and well wishes are getting me through. He ordered a new Corvette. I volunteered to pick it up for him in Kentucky and he didn't respond back to that. Um, bastard. But he <laughs> did write on the Corvette. They are going to start to build the 2021s on December 8th. So hopefully, since I got the pre order in so early, mine will be built earlier. But we will see. Seeing how things are going, I'll probably be in the range to see you before I get it, though. Again, can't, thank you for everything. I can't wait to be back at the range to finish the classes I started and have a cigar with you, Danny. Godspeed. Hold up. Uh, can't wait to see you in that orange Corvette. He ordered the new Corvette with the engine, the mid 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 mid, mid engine, and everything. Oh, so nice. Yeah. Get. And he's a uh, he's skinny. He's not fat like me. He fits in it nice. I sat in Walter Haas's orange Corvette, and it was a little too claustrophobic for me. Yeah, yeah. You know, but uh, but God bless. Uh, we'll, thoughts and prayers and all our 2 a people out there are, are thinking about you you know you see somebody like gary allison who can pull through and you see um you know you see those positive things so i believe uh there's faith out there and they caught it early enough with you and you're a young guy and you're in good shape so uh god willing you know this this will all work out
0: and he's going to a good place for it so
1: yeah, he's just, he's a good guy. I call him a kid. He's in his thirties, but uh, hey, I think to us, that's a kid. I screwed up with his age once before, and he took me to task to it. So I'm going to be careful right now. <laughs> he's uh, somewhere between twenty and forty.
0: That's so, that would still be a kid for
1: us. <laughs> yeah, for me, yeah, I'm I'm, gonna, I'm rounding the corner to sixty. Wow, I am rounding the corner to sixty. Round it you slow. Believe this. Uh, how much time do we have in this first segment?
0: Uh, we've got about five minutes.
1: All right. I want to do a public service amal- um, announcement that we've been talking about already. So Dr. Jerry Optoff from the Optoff Center for Psychotherapy in Westwood, New Jersey, uh, strong 2A supporter. Uh, he's one of the two docs on the quarantine crawl. Uh, so Dr. Optoff understands the needs of people. So he heard last week's episode where I was giving a heads up about depression. mm And I got an email from him and he, this is something everybody stop what you're doing and and listen to this right now because the holidays are rounding the corner, you know, especially Christmas and New Year's. So let's all stop what we're doing and pay attention to Optoff's words of advice here. After listening to this week's show and the advice you gave your listeners regarding the pandemic, the holiday season, et cetera, and mental health and looking out for your friends and family, here is a brief list to what what your listeners should keep an eye and an ear for. So we got a list from a medical professional, okay? Number one, feelings of helplessness and hopelessness. A bleak outlook that things won't get better. Look for these triggers. Number two, loss of interest in daily activities. Don't care about hobbies, past him, sex. Number three, appetite or weight changes and fluctuations. Number four, Sleep changes, either insomnia or oversleeping. Number five, this is Sandy. Anger or irritability. (laughs) I'm clicking them off as you're going. Okay. Number six, loss of energy, fatigued, sluggish, physically drained. Number seven, self-loathing, strong feelings of worthlessness or guilt. Number eight, reckless behavior, substance abuse, compulsive gambling, reckless driving. Number nine, concentration problem, trouble facing decision making. Number ten, unexplained aches and pains. Now he wrote a little paragraph. Depressed men are less likely to acknowledge feelings of self-loathing and hopelessness. Instead, they tend to complain about fatigue, irritability, sleep problems, and loss of interest in work and hobbies. They are also most, more more likely to experience symptoms such as anger, aggression reckless behavior, and substance abuse. It may be important to point out that just because you experience some of these symptoms doesn't mean that a person's guns are in jeopardy. The sooner someone talks about what they are experiencing, the sooner they will feel better and maybe have fewer issues regarding their guns. Okay, some therapists use red flags, others don't. You know, the doctor doesn't want to know how, you know, it's a catch-22 on how it should be presented. But Remember, these are not, it's a caveat here, this is not information that's intended to be provided as a medical diagnosis, right? right? Nothing takes the place of seeing a mental health professional. If someone thinks they are depressed, talk with their doctor or mental health professional immediately. This is especially important if your symptoms are getting worse or affecting your daily life and activities. Hope this helps each one reach one. So listen, everybody got this list here. If yourself are feeling this, you have avenues for help. If a friend or family member or co-worker is feeling this, you have an avenue for help. Okay? And we have
0: two very okay. good people right on the quarantine Correct. call, Dr. Ophoff being one of Correct. them. So don't worry about the things you're worried about. These people understand. They understand the red flag laws. They understand all of that stuff. The most important thing is, is that you seek help now.
1: Yeah, don't. Don't cut this corner It's too important Do not cut this corner If you're feeling something Listen, I I feel it Like with the holidays and stuff You know, you watch a little bit of the legacy media And it's like, when is this shit ever going to end? Right. Like, when are we going to go back to normal? When can we have 30 people in our house? When can we get on a plane and travel somewhere? When When can three couples go out and enjoy a nice dinner? And, you, you know, uh, I'm not ready to jump off the cliff over it, but I feel it. And everybody else has a different tolerance, a, a lower or higher tolerance. So so all of us, each one reach one. Like we say, and the doc replicated in his email, you know, the sooner you, you reach out and get help, the better. Yes absolutely that's that's what we need so you have the list there anybody in your family that's showing the doom and the gloom or yourself please don't hesitate you know we have to all stick together in this and i can assure you from what i heard from many doctors of the future most of the shit you're feeling ain't gonna last forever right okay Exactly. it's a temporary thing it's not going to last forever and that is the right.
0: situation with every problem in your life. It is you have to just imagine it as you passing through a particular phase, and we all go through something like that, whether it's your health or whether it's your finances or or whether it's the situations around you that you feel you have no control over.
1: Correct, correct. So that's that's what we all have to help each other. Please, you know. <sighs> It's it's a, I know it's a tough situation that we have to talk about stuff like this but man how many people are going through it and I don't want to ca- customers coming in and tell me oh remember this one you know you know I don't I don't want that okay I, you, I I don't want that so please everybody play that list back all right and 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 do the right thing all right? do the right thing Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled, which means when we run our higher level courses you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50 yard range, to your left you'll see our large classroom and go back up to the concierge and make a right, we have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one classes, our Build-A-Bear, Building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. New Jersey we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids and they'll do a handoff And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. Okay, we're back. Okay, let's go through some housekeeping. Marty's V-Burger. Marty'sVeggieburger.com, twenty percent off with a gun for hire ID. If you can't make it to New York City for an amazing meal, you can go to Freakin' Vegans in Prospect Park, and you can pick up meal kits. Okay. Does Marty have uh, a
0: <clears throat> vegan pastrami?
1: Uh, yes, I believe he does. Oh. Marty, do you? Marty? Oh, he's not here. <laughs> uh, next one. <laughs> if you live in New York City or state, NY, tac defense. NYTACDefense.com, use code GUNFORHIRE, and you get 10% off monthly membership. If you're in the other 49 states, (coughs) excuse me, U.S. Law Shield, use GUNFORHIRE in a code, you get 10% off. John Petrolino's book, Decoding Firearms, is in Amazon.com, and it's also here at GUNFORHIRE. We have 100 copies so far. Come in and buy this book. A great Christmas gift for friends and family. It could be one of your eight days of Hanukkah gifts, too, you cheap bastards. That's right. Okay? Instead of giving them a dreidel. <laughs> All right? <laughs> Next thing. Doug Ritter. You've got against dreidels. I want, I, they're cheap. Uh. Knife rights. Legal blade app 2.0. Evan nappin Exposing the truth about the laws designed to strip you of your freedoms. Gun lawyer podcast. Check it out. All right? Uh... The quarantine crawl is up. It's two hundred and sixty-five pro-a, pro-two-a businesses, products, and services. You can now search by location, from North Jersey to South Jersey to all the way to New York City, ladies and gentlemen. Just download the page, quarantinecrawl.com. Yeah. Save it on your on your phone, on your desktop, or whatever. On your phone or your iPad or whatever. Please support those who support you, especially the holidays. So, just so you guys know. Black Friday retail sales were down 35% and Black Friday online sales were up $9 billion. Oh,
0: you heard boy. that,
1: right? The mom and pops are crushed and the Jeff Bezos, who, he, by the way, he incre- increased his worth $90 billion since COVID started. Jeez. Okay. You know, all of them, Google, Walton's, Walmart family, Target, everybody is making bank. The little guys are gone. 31% of the small businesses in New Jersey are closed. They're never opening again. Go on the quarantine crawl page. Whether you need a pizza, whether you need a gift, whether you need a flag, whether you need a doctor, financial services, we have to support those who support you. So please check it out. My book, Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game. We had a save already, Sandy. Yeah? Yes, we had a save. So Henry Hahn, who works for me part-time, his wife is a school teacher. I mean, he's a school teacher. His wife, they have three kids. I said, Henry, you're a school teacher. And I want you to read my book. Uh uh, you know, for to to let me know what you think about um you know, the whole book. So he took the book home, and he read it the first couple of days, and he says to me, oh, my God, I need my wife to read a book like this. Yeah, so exactly. subsequently, she read it. A couple of days after she reads the book, on a Saturday, Henry brings in a text message to me. He says, you have to read this text message from my wife, because he said that this book was for someone like his wife. So, I'm trying to find the text right now. I'm sorry everybody for the damn delay. Uh, Oh, oh, there it is. And I just deleted He wrote, Tell Ant his book helped me. Was just walking to my car in the Target parking lot and some random guy started walking and talking towards me. I hit the panic button on the remote like he said in his book and the guy turned and walked the other way. (laughs) There it is. Anyway, book's not even published yet, bitches and I'm scoring saves.
0: Well, hey, look. I was one of your first saves, man. Do you remember that?
1: Yes. You want to talk about that real quick? Well, I mean, come on, make it, me feel. It good. was
0: literally right after we first started working together, and you know, the time that we spent, you know, with the, the all of the training stuff, and you talking and whatever. And I had just gotten my uh, uh, handgun permit, and I had my handgun in the house in the recording studio. My recording studio is inside the house, but you know, like kind of not adjacent to the house, so you can't. And it's obviously. Um, soundproof. So you can't really hear what's going on. I happen to walk into the main house for coffee and I hear somebody banging on the front door. Now, prior to you and I working together, I just would have went and answered the door. But instead, I went back into the into my studio, got my handgun out of the drawer, I guess where it shouldn't have been, and mm-hmm. um, carried it out with me to the door. Looked outside the door and there's this young you know, hip hipster guy. Well, not really hipster guy, but kind of like a um, uh, kind of like a gang member guy standing outside the, uh, out the door. And I'm like, what? Now I live in a pretty rural area, so you just don't wander up my street and come to the door. You have to walk, you know, 600 feet down my driveway to get to the house. And um, here's this kid, and he's mumbling something. And Anthony told me one of the things they'll do is just stand outside and they'll mumble to get you to open the door where the other two guys who are hiding around the corner will come and push the door in and rob you. Yep. So I don't. I put my foot against the door. I braced the door. I opened it up and I got my hand on the gun the whole time behind my back. And I said to him, what is it you want? And he mumbles again about, is so-and-so there? And I'm like, dude, I don't know who you are or who the F you're looking for, but I suggest it would be better for your health to get the hell out of here. And he turns around and he starts running out away from the door, hops over the hedges, gets into his car and blows out of the driveway. A week later, I hear there's a bunch of push-in robberies going on in the town.
1: Yep, you were it. I was it. You were it, my man, and people need to learn this shit because you can't let your guard down. When you let your guard down, guess what? Yep. You die. Right. Okay? This is what happens. You die. This is going to be be a really
0: great book. A great book for everybody and especially for, you know, the people you care about.
1: You know, I've been selling this uh, idea since you and I have been doing the radio show for 10 years. And then you told me I should... uh, write a book. And I started in 2013. And it's been going since 2000. If it wasn't for COVID, I would not have gotten to this point, you know, Uh, which is a strong part of it, because you guys, uh, you know, you really pushed me to, uh, to get it done. And I did. And I feel really good about it. And, uh, you know, I think everybody is going to enjoy it. And um, I'm just so happy Uh, To get it this far, Matt's working on um, the illustrations and the cover right now. And Bobby Prouse and Tony Arena from a police and SWAT team perspective are reading it. And Evan Knappen and Scott Bach from a legal perspective. John Petrolino has been helping me out tremendously. Uh, You know, he wrote the book Decoding Firearms. Uh, and then I have uh, Dylan Fitter, 13 years old, reading the book. And I have uh, little John Y., who's progressing very well, uh, reading the book for me, too, doing a peer review. Uh, Tracy is reading the book uh, and marking it up. My mother was an editor for Brown's Publishing uh, for 20 years, so she marked it up for all my penmanship and yelled at me and stuff. So <laughs>
0: That's always good. Uh,
1: Kylie Rosado, Simon's wife, is reading it as well. So when all of them come back. Kylie's a teacher too, isn't she? Yes, she was. Uh, When all of them come back, I'm going to merge all of the comments, corrections, concerns, do a final rewrite, and then Petrolino's going to massage it, and then it's going to go to the final editor. And I'm going to have a hardcover, a Kindle version, and an audio version we'll be following up with me narrating the whole thing. Fine. That should be, because um, I'm allowed to add additional commentary when I do the audio version, Yes, right? Yes, yes List, you, you listen are. Listen up, bitches. <laughs> listen up, bitches. This is the way it's going to be. If you don't pay attention, I'll whack your pee-pee. How's
0: that? <laughs> is that like a rap you're going to do? Yes.
1: <laughs> yes, I'm going to rap the entire book. 250 pages. That'll be great. Okay. Look, you don't buy that. Stay strapped or get clapped. <laughs>
0: Well, that's better than stay strapped or get the claps.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right. So now in free states, you can do stuff like this. Okay. A 27-year-old man. This is in uh, Philadelphia, by the way. A 27-year-old man unknowingly walked in on a robbery at Wingstop Restaurant in Northeast Philly late Sunday when a 53-year-old suspect pointed his gun at the customer, police said. The man who had a valid carry permit then quickly drew his weapon and shot the suspect in the neck. He was later pronounced dead at the scene. The customer who opened fire meanwhile was later taken to be questioned by detectives, of course. Police recovered both weapons at the restaurant and an investigation into the incident remains active and ongoing. So here's what happened. He walked in and went behind the counter the robber, announced the robbery and asked for all the money. Three employees inside at the time had no time to react before the 27-year-old customer walked in while he was on his cell phone. Right? That you learn in my book. You don't do that. Right. You don't walk into a Wing Stop or a CVS or a Quick Check on your phone, whether it's against your ear or you're texting. You park. You scan for a second, thirty seconds, or whatever. Then you enter. Okay. You case the joint before you enter. All right. He, so he walked in unsuspecting. That's when the robber pointed the gun at the customer and demanded his cell phone. The police chief said he pulled his gun and fired one shot at the perpetrator, striking him in the neck. All right. The robbery suspect, who, of course, was known to police, deserved what he got. <laughs> one resident said, OK, pulled <laughs> well, a gun, on somebody expect to get police. shot. All right. He was That's of course right. he was known to the police. Of course he was. Now, in New Jersey, we hear about this happening all the time with off duty and retired cops.
0: That's the only time.
1: Okay. Yes. We can't do that in New Jersey. That's another reason circling around why we have our third lawsuit heading to the Supremes for you jackasses that have no clue that we're not doing anything for the past twenty years in the state of New Jersey. But see, in Philly you can do that. Now what's nice is they did this is a wing stop in northeast east Philly. It wasn't it didn't become an issue probably. I'm gonna bet that everybody was probably African American. Okay. If the customer history, on the yeah. cell phone might have shot an African-American robber, then it would have been the Caucasians. Yeah, it would have been you know, a problem. You, you, yeah. know how, you know how shit, how the right. they, narrative, right? they right, want right, to right, twist right. it, yeah. So, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know what the case is, but listen, he walked in with a gun. The guy, you know, the robber pointed a gun. He probably waited for the right moment. The the bad guy probably turned to the three employees again, and the kid who was being robbed now, the customer just walked in, saw his moment and drew his gun and shot the guy in the neck. He was probably aiming for the head, but he shot him in the neck, and he bled him out, and he died. Right. So I don't see a problem with that, okay? Uh, but that's just me. So I got a learning segment here. Uh, this was sent by John Petrolino, from uh, the author from Decoding Firearms. Have I mentioned him before? Because that bitch posted on something online that I never mentioned him. He was joking, by the way. <laughs> he was jo- he was joking, by the way. He's my hero uh, at the moment, right now. So this comes from Newsbreak, all right, from the Associated Press, and John sent me this. So I think it's something we should all share. This is a new one because everything scams evolve, right? Scams to watch out for while shopping online this holiday season. Okay. So I I opened it up, and I can't see it. How do you like that? So it tells me to open it in the app. And I tried to open it in the app, and I can't find it. So you know who's going to get fired? John (laughs) Petrolino is getting fired. (laughs)
0: Problem is, John John Petrolino don't work for you.
1: Well, I don't care. Okay? I don't care. So now I'm I'm Googling it. All right, eh, there it is. Let me see if I can open it from here. Yeah, I'm not watching anything from the FBI. They screw everything up.
0: Okay. This <laughs> is stunning radio, by the way. What? Stunning radio, by the way, Mister Producer. I think we could use a little syncopated clock about now.
1: Perfect. Okay, I'm ready. You're ready? Perfect. A lot of this I already talk about, but here uh, yes. we go. Stop touching me, Rex. Only <laughs> do business with reputable vendors. Check website URLs to make sure everything is spelled correctly and there's no malware on the site. Also look for legitimate contact information. So if you're buying Grandma's Comforters, it should be, their email should be, their web domain should be grandmascomforters.com or something similar. Their email address most likely should should not be a Gmail account or a, a Yahoo account. It should right. be, you know, info at grandmascomforters.com these are things to look for if you have malware detector when you go on their actual site no malware should pop up obviously do a little search look at reviews alright remember a lot of reviews can be fake alright they put their own you know stuff up there make sure your information is being encrypted many sites use secure socket layers to encrypt information. Look at URLs that begin with HTTPS instead of HTTP and a padlock icon. If the padlock is closed, the information is encrypted. The location of the icon varies by browser. For example, it may be to the right of the address bar at the bottom of the window. Some attackers try to trick users by adding a fake padlock icon. Boy, I didn't know that.
0: I didn't either, yeah.
1: I really did not know that. So go to check every one of their pages and make sure the padlock icon is there. Uh, Like I'm looking right now on this site that I'm reading, the padlock icon is in the browser on the left-hand side, and it's locked. All right?
0: Using a Chrome browser?
1: Um, Right now I'm using Safari for this. You and I are communicating through Chrome. Okay. And what does it say on the Chrome for our communication right now? Clean feed is locked too. It's a secure browser. Yeah. Uh, another scam is be wary of uh, emails requesting information. Attackers may try and get information from you by sending an email and asking you to confirm account information. Never click links to sent to you in an email. Directly log onto the website yourself by typing. You know, this past couple of weeks, I've gotten a ton of emails requesting to update information. Really? And I just mark them as spam. Yeah. Update wow. your information. American Express. Update your information. This, well, this site. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, I put them in this, the spam email. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, again, this is something from my website. Uh, use a credit card. Debit cards draw money directly from bank accounts. Using a credit card li- limits the amount of damage an attacker can do. I have one credit card for all my online shopping.
0: Yeah, I do, too.
1: I have a $500 limit on a transaction, yep. and I get alerts through American Express app, text, and email. Yeah, and right that's how I phone. caught the yep. scam a few weeks ago with American Express. Right. All right? I, the first low charge I got, I had an alert. And then I got a higher charge, and then I got a higher charge, and then I got a higher And by then, I had already taken care of it. Yeah. Okay? Remember, the next thing is, this one's tough with porch pirates. It's really, really big now, you know? Uh, You can go pick up I don't recommend picking up shit at the post office You'll be there 12 hours But you can go pick up at UPS FedEx Also Amazon is doing it in like their stores now They're doing it where you can go pick up uh, at Amazon stores, you could have it delivered like here now up in Northern New Jersey. Uh, Willowbrook mall has an Amazon four star, uh, store. I believe you can have it sent there. I'm fortunate. I can have packages sent to work mm-hmm. where someone's actually here to receive it. Cause even if you have cameras, the odds of catching somebody are, 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 um, you know, slim to none. So, uh, you know, we, you gotta be careful about that. Uh, So, uh, you know, these are the things that you have to be careful of. Use that one credit card. Make sure you're monitoring that credit card uh, as much as you possibly can. And, uh, you know, uh, some of the things that you have to be careful of, uh, a lot of people are not buying uh, stuff, obviously, in retail stores anymore, uh, going out because of COVID and restrictions and everything else. Uh, So, uh, you know, you can't do that. You have to, uh, you know, a lot of people are shopping more and more online but the, the the types of scams that come up are never ending. They're always figuring out ways, you know, uh, to screw us. So you have to really, really be careful. Uh, uh, hold on one second. I'm sorry about that. So that's what I do. Now, obviously, I hate Amazon, but I have an Amazon account because, you know, what are you going to do? They're a yeah, monopoly. Right. What are you going to do? Yeah. You know. Uh, Pretty much. You, you can't do anything else. So I, f- I follow it through. I'm just awfully careful and beware what you're ordering. You know, a lot of this stuff, too, you got to be careful about uh when you order stuff like from Amazon if it's coming from China or something oh yeah you definitely know, it, it's scam stuff too and it's lesser quality mm-hmm. you, you know you have to really be careful about that stuff look at the reviews but again remember a lot of a uh, a lot of the reviews are scam reviews you know yeah
0: exactly right sure
1: it happens it happens all the time yeah. that you Fake know they accounts. get their they, get, they create for, and Amazon goes through and sweeps them sometimes uh, and uh, you know so what happens is they sweep these bad reviews, but then they come right back on. They have these bots or spammers, Russia, China, Ukraine, sure, yeah, wherever right, the hell it may right. be. It's a, it's a constant <clears> battle. <throat> For you old-timers out there, when we were kids, you bought a radar detector, from, usually from a company called Cincinnati Millicron. They made escort radar detectors. Oh, Cincinnati Milicron things. also used to make the radar guns that they sold to police. So the next year, they would come out with a better radar gun, and then they would right, sell the better right. radar detector. Exactly. Yeah, then uh, we'd have to upgrade. Different band
0: or something. Right? Correct.
1: And then the next year, they'd do the same thing. And the same. and it's just like that with scams work the same way. As soon as the IT encryption people and all of that, blockchain people figure out ways to fix it, the hackers and scammers figure out a way around it. Big so
0: Pharma doesn't do anything like that. No. No, not at all. No, No, never.
1: No, never. 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 They keep you... Vaccines (laughs) or anything like that wouldn't be... Yeah. Or the Tylenol
0: uh, plus Advil. No. You know, it's kill your liver in two different ways. Yeah. No, no, no problem at all. Big Pharma's our friend.
1: Oh, man. Anyway, I feel like shit. You know what I mean? Okay. I do. (laughs)
0: Now, so do a million other people.
1: Uh, yeah, I, well, <laughs> you I do I, I realize felt, we're on the air, right? I felt bad <laughs> mental. I felt bad physically, not mentally. I felt bad physically. I want to kudos to Hackensack Hospital. Kudos to uh, Sandy telling me to go there. Monday, I had a symbiotic <laughs> embolism in my left ventricle, <laughs> right auricle, and top ventricle. Does that sound right? No, it doesn't. But that Sandy's like, uh, go to Hackensack. They're a good hospital. They're a teaching hospital. And so I became Exhibit A. <laughs> and uh, I went in. My blood pressure was high. and My heart was beating. And uh, let me tell you, great people. Uh... We uh, did blood enzymes, no heart attack. Uh, We did blood pressure, very high. Uh, (laughs) I was eating French fries with salt and vinegar on them while they were doing my blood pressure. Yeah, that could have been. Might have affected. Yeah, might
0: have just a. uh,
1: And uh, that night we did an at rest (laughs) nuclear stress test. And then the next morning, we did a fucking treadmill stress test. That was good. They don't allow cigar smoking. Did you know the two round things (laughs) on the top of the treadmill are not ashtrays? They're not? No, they're the whole water
0: Oh, my goodness. Wow.
1: So I did the top stress (laughs) test. We did the blood pressure I would have loved
0: to have been there just for any of this.
1: Still slightly high. (laughs) And then in the afternoon, they're like, you know, you're 59 years old. You've been smoking since you're 12. You're a little overweight. You're stressed out. You work seven days a week, 363 days a year. We have an opening at 2.30 for a catheterization. We'd like to go in and look around. I'm like, okay, let's do it. We can't let an opening go by. (laughs) Guess what? Nothing. No blockages. That's right. Nothing okay chest x-ray clear so i was like doc do you have the right file (laughs) okay because something doesn't seem right so anyway to make a long story short released that night haven't smoked a cigar since monday morning i'm going to try to become a casual cigar smoker but i'm giving myself a few months only one cup of caffeine a day so yes this 2020 has been an unbelievably trying year uh stress works its way with different people yes, differently stands. i was closed 16 weeks i'm always worried about another lockdown i have 70 employees i'm worried about covet op- outbreaks i'm worried about getting ammo i'm worried about getting guns i'm worried about mental health with our staff and our customers and, and supporters out there trying to get my book done trying to survive in a state like new jersey is not the easiest thing in the world just everything it's you know it's a lot so and i put a lot of pressure on myself but I will tell you from registration at the emergency room, Matt drove me to the hospital to my release on, I don't know, Tuesday night, Tracy picking me up everything that hospital said they were gonna do and the time they were gonna do it, they actually did it, Sandy. Mm. Everything. Okay, they did blood enzymes at 12 o'clock, they said the topamin or whatever was a little high, we're gonna do blood enzymes again at four o'clock. 401, boom, an hour later, boom. Oh, by the way, I had the COVID test. This is my third COVID test. First two were instant. I got the frigging swizzle stick up my nose. <laughs> that was worse stick. than the catheterization. Yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> okay, she scratched. You touch your brain? My brain. <laughs> Michelle was a very nice girl up until that point. Yep. She scratched my frigging brain. <laughs> anyway, they're like, you're gonna have a. a a uh, resting nuclear stress test, CT scan, 9 o'clock at night, Monday night. Boom, 9 o'clock, had it done. Bring me to a temporary room. You're going to have the regular stress test at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. Pick me up at 8 o'clock, wheel me down, 9 o'clock. By 11 o'clock, I was out of there. Doctor comes up. I was just getting ready to take a, take a bite of my burger. Doctor goes, don't eat that. I hadn't eaten in two days, right? <laughs> I said, what's up? He, then he talked about doing uh, catheterization. He goes, if you eat, we can't do it today. So I spit the one bite of burger out. I got to taste it. It wasn't the best burger anyway. They call it the famous Hackensack burger at the hospital, by the way. Yeah, it's famous. Because it's horrible. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. So so to make a long story short, sit down. So to make a long story short... Uh, Ah, uh, somebody canceled or something happened, and I went in actually one thirty for the catheterization, which is like a symphony in the operating room. They do 20 a day, they said, yeah. and you're awake during it, you know. And they what? went in through my wrist where they have to cut the artery open and slide the camera up, and you're awake for the whole thing. It's Was it pretty- a big
0: camera, like you know, like a a, a full a full format camera? A
1: Hasselblad.
0: A Hasselblad. They sent a Hasselblad <laughs> up.
1: Like stop. The dog is all, all over me. We can hear. Yeah. Now the worst part is, I know the worst part is that was Wednesday until next Wednesday, I can't push, pull, lift, or anything because they don't want that artery to open. Yeah. Because they had to put that big camera in. Now they also prep your <laughs> groin, by the way. If they if Just they couldn't in case, get into yeah. the artery, if I had a knot in my elbow or something with my artery, they would go in through the groin. So. The, the doctor's like, don't push, don't pull, don't lift, don't jerk, don't this. I'm like, okay. I, I said, what if it opens? He goes, apply pressure, call 911. I said, well, you know, I've taken like quick... Cla-. He's like, apply pressure and call 911. <laughs> So I'm like, all right, son of a bitch. Uh, So anyway, um, um, God willing, I got myself another couple of years of health. But all of you out there, listen to the signals. Don't deny. Gary Allison, stroke signs, right to the hospital. Going to have a full recovery. Danny Iannuzzo, seeking medical help, getting his chemo treatments. He's on number five, number six, hopefully. And it's going to be a clean bill of health. And he's going to be out there breaking the law with his orange Corvette.
0: Yeah.
1: Joe Rodriguez woke up in the morning, delayed numb, uh, speech slurred, family called an ambulance, put him in, boom, right down to South Jersey Medical Center, and he's being taken care of. They're hoping for a 95 to 100% full recovery. Everybody out there, listen to the signs in your body, whether it's mental or physical, all right? I came in Monday morning. Richie and Matt were here. I'm like, God, I don't feel good. I got a little pain in my left arm. My heart's beating. I don't know if it's panic attack. I don't know if it's stress. I don't know if it's me- medical or not. But you know, the only mistake I probably made was I should have taken an ambulance, right? Yes. All right. I knew. And you were I yelled say at that. you. <clears throat> you for did. That. Sandy and I were texting back and forth. So I will tell everybody out there, I should have taken an ambulance. You know, uh, don't don't mess with your health. So yes, that's I screwed up. Right, problem right, is, right, from
0: from work if you would have called an ambulance, they would have taken you to a different hospital.
1: Yeah, not they would and the other thing is, God bless them, they're volunteers in this town. And you know, the hospital was six miles away. Matt put me in my truck and had me there literally in seven or eight minutes. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. So, you know, we were that close to Hackensack. right on jump right on Route eighty past my buddy Rebar's place. I wanted to stop for a burger, but I thought I was having yeah, a heart yeah, attack. Yeah, it's so, a problem, yeah, you know me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, to make a long story short, everybody, yourself, your family, everybody, God bless. Uh, take every day and treat it like a gift to be unwrapped because you never know what's going to befall you. And we all know us gun people are the best people. So uh, everybody hang out and, and there and listen to Dr. Optoff's list and advice if you see anybody else experience anything. Please. Amen. I'm done.
0: Well, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour of listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a counterthink media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our recuperating show host, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, and the rest of the crew here at Gun for Hire Radio, we do thank you so much for listening. See you next week
1: shine